Hello, and welcome to you all. Um, this is the 40th annual pig competition. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Babe. <laughs> a oh, lot of Babe. I love Babe. <laughs> is that something you can watch in volume? Yes. How much, if how you were trained, are there just one? There's, there's also Pig in the City. Okay, fine. Pig in the City is fine. <laughs> but the first is epic. Always. It has... Well, I think they both have the mice, but whatever. There's just this underlying... Um, in the second one, like, the, there's, like, a lot of the pork industry and the scary reality of the future of pigs. Mm. So it's, it's kind of hard. It's a hard watch as a yeah. child. So that one holds extra special non-memories for me. But mice, big fluffy cat, and hijinks with geese and pigs and sheep is exactly... Oh, and James Cromwell as a farmer is like what I'm here for. So <laughs> It's what we need in these arduous times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hello, hello, and good morning to you all. <laughs> yes, yeah. Do we, does anybody have, um, not like I do or anything have a countdown for Pokemon Legends Arceus on their phone? Um, I don't have a countdown, but I'm pumped. Oh my god, I'm really excited, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, we might have to just like marathon that, just like everybody. I, I plan to not leave my couch for like... I, I already had February. the day booked off. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for every Pokemon game, my friends and I, we all book it up, especially now during... Like COVID, it's like what am I going to use my vacations, my vacation days for? Like I'm not going on vacation anywhere, so. Do they expire uh, like after December too, or it's like you have? Um, to actually, because of COVID, they're doing this like rollover thing, which is really good. So oh. last year, I used all of my um, vacation days from the year before because I had just started at that company um, in <laughs> 2020. Oh. So, or yeah, 2020. So. Um, they like all my I didn't use my vacation days like, you know, the first year, really, because I was the, I jumped on board like halfway through. So all my vacation days rolled over rolled over to uh, this year. So I used all of mine now. So I have like double the vacation days for next year. For Legends Arceus. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think. I can't remember who I told about this. But I think Brent, you'd asked me if we'd done diamond or pearl Search. oh yeah yeah did you guys did you guys buy one no we bought smash brothers instead oh yeah you said that yeah <laughs> um i want to be disappointed but you can play as isabel <laughs> you can play as isabel in smash yep. yeah and i am slowly training a future esports athlete in the living Dang. room she is six and she is killing me like <laughs> She's crazy good. And, you know, having those new eyes and those new reflexes is probably helpful. So you have to you have to get her a main. You have to get her someone that she mains that she only uses and get really good with that character. Uh, Kirby. She's Kirby. Okay, that's, that's a she, classic. Yeah, her her main is Kirby and like zero suit Samus. Oh. Mm hmm. She likes the blondes. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all if there is so, yeah right if there's a blonde <laughs> in the game it's her okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um hello and welcome to the full volume podcast i'm never ever 45th episode going to say that with a straight face 46th 
doesn't matter. We're far up there. We're getting up there. Mm-hmm. Now that we've brought you your daily fill of Pokemon chatter. And weekly, weekly. We're not daily. Could you imagine if this was daily? Oh, <sighs> we have to quit would... your jobs. <laughs> this would be it. <laughs> but this is so lucrative. Um, we're discussing Hawkeye episode, episode number five. Five. In Ronin. Ronin. Yeah. And holy crap. I may have gagged twice, once at the beginning, once at the end. Once again at the end. <laughs> the good gag. Yeah. Bookended with gags. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> um, did wow. You sh- did you shriek, Josh? Come on. I was help. pretty freaking excited. Yeah. Uh, that like reveal at the end, I was like, I, I I kind of thought like once I saw the fist come in in that and like with like this third episode or whatever it was, like Uncle's Fist, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's here. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe we, let's just, since there's so much uh, excitement, um, let's get it out of the way. One, we're going to spoil it. Please shut this off if you don't enjoy spoilers. This is the fifth, fifth, uh, 46th episode of the podcast. If you don't already know now, we spoil everything. So just in case gonna, this is your first episode. Yeah, just yeah, just in case. Um, which is also weird to start on 46, but hey, some mm. people do. Okay, let's just let's just okay, let's just jump right into the start because it starts with this really great uh overture where you hear the sounds of like uh natasha and yelena and the history and then uh, it's just like instead of doing a flashback of scenes from films they just do it in um they just do it in audio which is like really it's it really paints a lovely picture Mm-hmm. It doesn't overburden the episode and it goes right into the action of yelena trying to free other black widows and yep. she is in the home. Uh, her and another are. Her and Sonia. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Sonia. Mm-hmm. So they they shoot her with whatever that I can't honestly remember what their all of their like little gadgets the are called. Anti like estrogen spray or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are man. That though. weird pheromone <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it turns out she's not brainwashed weirdly she loves her upper middle class life in a mansion <laughs> good morning to our producer <laughs> okay who do you know what Ta- tangent but adjacent okay um we had a sort of cut scene at the end of last week's episode where our producer who just walked through uh, made an appearance and he posited all of his theories which Based on this episode, turned out to be absolutely a hundred percent correct. Well, for the most part, we oh, still don't know. We still don't know what's going on with Valentina. Yes, but, but I mean, it can be assumed. It can be assumed. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I assume that she's again. Spoiler: she's working with Fisk, right? Because uh, Fisk is the well. Well, Fisk is working with her mother, who hired Valentina to get an assassin to go after Clint, right? So they're, like, connected somehow. Yeah. Oh, our, okay. our producer thinks that Valentina and 
Kate's mom are sisters because Kate keeps saying Ooh. she's sitting in her aunt's place and her aunt's not there. Mm-hmm. And well, who knows? This is this mm-hmm. is good theory posting though. This is brings mm-hmm. us back to the days of WandaVision. This is like yeah. which way are they gonna go? Mm-hmm. Which is which is nice. <laughs> She's trying to cut in again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your tongue, sir. Okay, so we're inside. We're inside Sonia's apartment. Uh, not Sonia's, Annie's. Oh, Annie. Okay. Y- Yelena's working with Sonia. Got it. Generic black <laughs> widow number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they spray her with juice. She's not under any kind of weird estrogen spell. Crazy. <laughs> she goes to the bathroom to unshook herself and begins to snap away. Mm-hmm. And comes right back. Gag number one. <laughs> yeah. Is this? Okay, so I was trying to think. They, I love how they just like randomly bring the blip back, you know, every now mm-hmm. and then. They just kind of casually insert it into episodes to help paint a story or, or move forward uh, someone's character progression. I suppose mm-hmm. move forward their arc. Is this the first time we've seen someone experience the blip by themselves and then come back? Um, like, like through, like we almost kind of saw it through Yelena's perspective. Right. I think this is the first time seeing it through their perspective. I think we see, um, we see Monica Rambeau come back mm-hmm. in WandaVision in her flashback in the hospital. Yeah. When her mom is sick, but I don't think it's like a, like a snap snap from her perspective. I think we just see her come back and her mom's not there. I don't think it's like an immediate thing if no. I'm remembering. So I think this is the first time we like see what happens when they come, when they come back. And then even the effect of like the, 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 the room has been painted since the five years. So like everything's redecorated. So like that also kind of like turns to ash and then comes back and, yeah, it was a really new, interesting kind of like fresh way. I th- uh-huh. when it when it started happening, I was kind of like, uh, our, I was kind of like, I hope that it's not like just another tie in to Endgame. I hope it's not just like another big reference. But I think it was done really well. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really like like with Spider Man. Um, it's really like an instantaneous thing. Like no one remembers. Um, mm. And this really impresses on you. The whole idea of like nothing happened. They felt weird for a second and then they came right back. And that is all they felt. But, you know, t- was it 10 years pass or five, five, five? Five. Yeah. Yeah. And it was enough for people to be like, holy crap. Um, I would have been way more shocked as the friend whose bathroom it was about that return though because i guess (laughs) yeah i mean it was happening everywhere but like she kind of undersold that scene yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) she could poor okay no i'm kidding okay all right take it away (laughs) anyone with a synopsis in front of their face Mm. well (laughs) i have like a basic like rundown of what happened um uh so we start off with kate talking to her mom after what happened last time which was like the fight with the four people up on the top of the building it was maya her yolana and kate, uh, and yeah and kate 
and in Clint, sorry. Um, so she's kind of talking to her and she kind of spills about mm. what, what's his name? The, the, the boyfriend, the mom's boyfriend. Uh, I mean, I've uh, been calling him uh, sword. Swordsman. So swordsman. Yeah, swordsman. But okay. I think his name is Jack Duquesne. Jack. Right, right, right. Um, so she kind of like spills about Jack kind of being like something weird is going on. She's pulling up documents and he's tied to all of this. So she convinces her to go back to her apartment and get some stuff and come back. When mm-hmm. she's at the apartment, she um, runs into Yolana. They have this like the most amazing scene uh, together and they kind of have like a girl's night. She makes mac and cheese for her and uh, uh, they kind of talk about Clint and his past and how um, it wasn't Clint that saved the world. It was Natasha and it was, it's, it's a really good like character moment between the two of them. Um, as this is happening, Clint is going back to Grill's house. Um, he's staying with him and pizza dog. Um, uh, we cut back we kind of like cut back and forth between those two scenes a little bit but then we cut back to uh, Kate um, at home and Jack gets arrested Um, so obviously her mom did the right thing and talked to the authorities and kind of looked into this thing in the company Uh, so uh, he was arrested and then um, do 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 uh, Clint has this like little moment where he uh, has a speech to Natasha at the uh, at the spot where they first assembled for the first time in New York at the first Avengers. There's like a monument there to kind of like commemorate that. So he has like a little bit of a speech um, and we realize that he's kind of like confronting his past as Ronin, but also confronting kind of like Maya and, and that whole situation having to confront her after the death of her her father um then we kind of have another scene of reflection with kate in her bedroom and it kind of like recalls to a moment earlier where she's where her mom's talking about how she's come a long way since her first bow so she's looking at her first bow hanging up on the ceiling little tiny one and uh um, she kind of reflects that it's like you know, this is this is her calling and that she's come a long way. So she's going to keep going. So she tries to get in contact with Clint. He doesn't answer. And then we um, yeah, we have that like final showdown at the um, uh, at the the car shop at the garage. And uh, Clint first takes out all of the uh, uh, track. The track and then they have a like he has a one on one confrontation with Maya. Mm-hmm. He says that he was hired by her boss to to like to, to do that hit. So Maya kind of we see her like have a moment of doubt and is unsure of uh, if what Clint is saying is true or not. And then she overtakes him and is about to kill him. And then that's when Kate uh, comes to the rescue and uh, shoots a, an arrow at her hand and um Clint is able to get away. Uh, the two of them go back to uh, the apartment and they're having breakfast. And Yolana sends Kate a text and she reveals that um, it's Kate's mom that is the one that hired her to kill uh, Clint. And mm-hmm. Yol- uh, her, her mom is working with the Kingpin, which is the Kingpin we know from the daredevil series that's the uh 
the end of the episode. And we know because she sends a big old picture receipt. <laughs> she has receipts. This I is mean, a big week for Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, I'd like yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Well, they spend so much time um, <laughs> developing the Kingpin's character in the Daredevil series that, like, why the hell not? He was so good in Daredevil. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I think every I, everybody was really great in Daredevil. I'm happy that Kevin Feige confirmed to um, essentially confirm that Charlie Cox is going to be coming back as Daredevil because he look well, one kingpin is back and two he came out and said if Daredevil is going to be returning in anything it's going to be played he's he's going to be played by Charlie Cox again so that's pretty cool I, I think that those shows that are really great job of um, being part of the MCU but like its own thing like it it really mm-hmm. felt like a brand new thing and then there were like tiny little strings connecting it so it was like the perfect standalone show that could yeah. go by itself and be really dark it was great if they leash any of them in to this big old world it's gonna be that daredevil show For like sure. i i can definitely leave like luke cage jessica jones it just <laughs> what i didn't it was like i i have been operating under the assumption that that just didn't exist that's fair that's fair. um but yeah okay so let's reel it all the way back and have a chat i don't know where this is going but i feel like we have feelings about certain things i uh, like we're yeah. gonna get a lot of answers in episode six how does Kazi factor into this? You know, because all of a sudden Maya is suspicious of him because he wasn't there the night that her father was mm-hmm. murdered. And Kazi was her father's number two. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Kazi, what's going on there? But we're going to have to probably get some dialogue from Kingpin. We're going to get some exposition about Eleanor and Kingpin, how that came to be, which probably means Valentina. I don't know. There's there's a lot going on here that I think we're gonna get answers to. And what's mm-hmm. really like the end game with with Hawkeye? Like, what's the end game of his character arc? Oh, end game. I know. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope we don't get any of Valentina until like a stinger. I feel like it might be too much. I'd like to focus, especially bringing Kingpin in. I'd like to focus on him because mm-hmm. there's only a few episodes left, right? There's probably eight episodes. Oh, there's only one episode left? Yeah. That's oh, why wow. I was like, man, they're going to have to really, like, tie it all together. <laughs> or not. Maybe they'll lead to, like, a movie or something. I don't know. Right. I guess there's not a whole lot of answers left, though, right? It's just, like, her connection to Kingpin. Because there's no other really bad guy. Obviously, Maya's going to turn and, like, be fine with it at the end. Um... And I think they've also talked about an Echo TV show, right? Oh, have they? I oh, thought so. Name. I've seen the name in, in the Reddit threads. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think it might be a thing, yeah. <clears throat> Do you know what? Now that you say that, I think I remember seeing the, the like, the you logo, know how they like, right? the logo and going, yeah. what's Echo? Yeah. Um, so while Josh pulls that up... Uh, Speaking of Maya and her brother and Kingpin, how they're all tying it together, um, what's a little Christmas show without a little death? I feel yeah. like 
I feel like he's going to die. Hawkeye? Yuri, what's his face? Kazzy? Kazzy. Kazzy. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like he might perish or run away, dis- be disappeared. Because um, he's absolutely, like, you know, hmm. under suspicion. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it's gonna be. Uh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, are please, we moving into this realm of like? Let me live for another ten years. <laughs> you know, I I don't mind if they're gonna be six episodes. <clears throat> no, if fine. they're gonna be doing like a bunch of these shows, mm-hmm. I think that. The Disney Plus shows, while all not all of them have been fantastic TV mm-hmm. shows, I think that they've all done a better job than the movies of exploring the characters. This is the most I've liked Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. What If is the most I've liked Black Widow. Uh, uh-huh. they, they're really like I, I think that they are really able to explore their characters in these shows because they have a much longer time to do so. I think because the budgets are probably around the same as the movie but spread out for much longer they have to kind of have these like scenes where they just sit down and focus on the characters and the characters talking uh so which is great i love that so um i'm all for these disney plus shows i would much rather have three or four of these shows a year than Mm -hmm. three or four movies a year i think that shifting to this once maybe this like marvel fatigue is starting to like kick in we can just do a couple of tv shows and if you want to skip a few or like skip episodes you can and then one big event movie a year or something like that instead of these like three or four marvel movies a year yeah it is mm-hmm. currently like i i love the the trend that's happening in in film right now it's like 1920s and there's three movies in the theater and they are all there for like five to six months (laughs) right (laughs) but there's also television to keep us sated which is like super awesome and like like josh was saying and i'll jump on that little bandwagon like i've never known as much about scarlet witch and vision as i have just Mm -hmm. watching that television show and it's the only marvel property so far other than blade um which uh, kind of got me to read the comics. Like mm. I was enticed enough to read, reread old, like old Scarlet Witch and Vision stories. Cause like, I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to know more. It's not that I didn't know anything. It's that I wanted to actually know more. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even though it was like kind of a miss, I really, it made Sam and Bucky like even more likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And less neglected, like the films left them. So, and yeah. it's like it's hard not to neglect them. I mean, come on. How like I just think of like that last scene in Endgame where they're fighting Thanos, and like there was I think like a three minute montage of just heroes appearing, and it was like there's mm-hmm. just so many people to service. So like I mean I, I get I get why they've shifted to a more, you know, episodic structure. I think it's helped a lot in that mm-hmm. regard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Falcon, I don't think really has had much of a spotlight since Winter Soldier when he was first introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was definitely nice to get those moments again. It's not; it wasn't the best uh, series. Like it was 
Miley's favorite show out of all of them for sure. But um, it was, I still really enjoyed those character moments and seeing him and um, like Isaiah, right? That's what his name was. The, yes. uh, the first Winter Soldier, like those scenes were great with him and Sam. So um, it was definitely worth it, I think, um, even if it was slow. <laughs> I really is, did like those character moments. Is Wilbur OK? Someone's at the door. I'm just going to mute while I'm not talking. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Just just checking. I was like, that's like crazy. Are you guys being, are you under attack? And I feel like it's... Parker heard that. Oh, no. <laughs> With his. Oh, oh my God. He did. Look at him in his little shirt. Do you hear that? In his cute little, on this cute little chair there. Yeah. What are you doing? We need to have our dogs teleconference one day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a way to reveal. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good uh, uh, start to an episode, I think. Just having the dogs on screen Skyping. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like my cat's asshole. <laughs> there's always one. <laughs> it's always, there's always one. Okay. So, I mean... Great episode. I feel like I'm going to be blown away by the finale. I can't wait for the finale now. I'm so glad it's Saturday because it means it's only four days until until Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can can we really talk before we, I don't know if we're wrapping, like winding things down, but can we we talk? Okay. Can we talk about the, the apartment scene between Kate and Yolanda? Because that was my favorite part of the episode, even with the kingpin reveal and like the snap at the like, that was the best part of the episode. That's the most character we've gotten out of Yolanda too. Like, she was my favorite part of the Black Widow movie, I think. Mm -hmm. But she's now becoming my favorite part of like this TV show, which is, in my opinion, the best Disney Plus Marvel show we've gotten so far. So, the fact that I I think it's overtaking WandaVision. I really love WandaVision. I think it's super like, like f- fresh and new and like a really great concept. But I know there's something about this one. I think maybe because I read the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye, and I just am loving how uh, well it's being like retold here. Uh, <laughs> but that scene was great. Her making mac and cheese. She was so freaking funny in this episode. Like hilarious. Um, like down to like the fork conversation how kate only has one fork and she's got to take out a plastic one and like her her saying no thanks so much for the girls night after essentially like threatening her new best friend like it's so so fantastic i yeah. love this scene yeah like i don't have so any funny, weapons kate on Bishop. me yeah yeah oh i currently don't have any weapons in my hands <laughs> right that's also a lie yeah I it's died. So great yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think Uh, she's I mean, obviously, I think what they're doing is they were trying to give us some sort of Black Widow proxy going forward. And I think Yelena is going to be quite entertaining. I would say arguably more so than than Scarlett Johansson was. For sure. I I think I think Scarlett did a great she did a good job. I just think that they never gave her a moment to like shine. Like they never really gave her anything to do. And she's in business anyway. Yeah, and then even in her own movie, I was kind of like over it because I'm like, she's gone. Like, what? I don't know. It just didn't feel impactful. 
And it really felt more of like a vehicle to bring in a new Black Widow rather than to give Scarlett Johansson and her Black Widow the send off she deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like um, in the the overarching like Avengers titles, I feel like they really shoehorned in um, because here's the thing. Lots of thoughts at once. This show is largely about Clint's sadness over Natasha's death, but it was a death that they, it was a death or feelings, great emotions based on like a relationship. They kind of shoehorned into the, to the larger storyline. I feel Hmm. they, they introduced us to his family, which was nice. But then suddenly there was like this great relationship or friendship that her and Clint had that I was like, wait, what, what's happening? She knows about his secret family. The, yeah, they kind of set that up like right from the beginning in the first Avengers film, too. Mm-hmm. But it was never like a plot point. It was just kind of like character stuff sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. I never really gave them moments to like actually sit down and have a conversation about it. It was kind of just like flavor in between. And it was like subtext. Yeah. Like uh, I think after uh, Clint is done with his brainwashing from Loki from the first Avengers. They're sitting in the helicarrier or something like that. And Widow is talking to him about how they have each other's backs and um, uh, it's nothing like Budapest. Yeah. Like they've gone through. So they like they kind of have this like like hints of uh, having like a bigger relationship and then it was Ultron, I think, that they explored a little bit more with Clint's family. And then from there, it just kind of like grew. And it was just more implied than anything, I think. Mm-hmm. They just told me, us. It almost kind of reminds me of like in Family Guy, where there's always like implied history or like a character be like, like that time we dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's all those little like offhanded comments they have that kind of build into this like deeper relationship you realize between them. So it's all told through. Um, what do you call those like inside inside jokes, but not jokes, you know? Right. Yeah. I feel like it would have been helpful though had they flash back with a like a pop cultured reference, like because <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I when she mm, spoiler alert um, when they go and get the soul stone and she sacrifices herself to win it, like oh, I wasn't as sad for their relationship. I was sad I, that she yeah died and they couldn't like there was only one outcome there <laughs> it was one mm-hmm. of them <laughs> yeah so also props to this episode for reminding me what color the soul stone was <laughs> right. like, stupid oh, orange stupid rock orange rock <laughs> like oh yeah like, okay yeah that's the one i always forget <laughs> yeah. i have trouble keeping the colors with the <laughs> mm-hmm, i only know like blue and red like there's <laughs> the lantern the like, lanterns stones what a mm. rainbow like i don't know anyway there's just a there's a lot of things in geek pop culture that i have to remember that i will get like judged if i don't remember so it's a harsh reality it's a harsh <laughs> life that we live but somebody's got to do it yeah also um like a big up to her bringing back sriracha mm. that's you know gonna... sriracha and mac and cheese is an, a regular here too yes yeah it I, is. I was tempted to. Oh. Is he what? 
Come on. Oh. Won't even move. Oh, there we go. Come on. So loud. Okay, sit nice. He's so sassy. Sorry. Directly into the microphone. Parks, you want to say something? I've got opinions about mac and cheese. Yeah, he heard mac. He sounds like a little. Yeah, he does. Any mac and cheese opinions? He licks his lips. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a sweet little baby. He's so set up, up talking this time. Uh, up at this time. It's like okay, he okay. too is unaware that the soul stone was orange. <laughs> he was orange? <laughs> Who needs to watch Babe when you have Parker sounds on the background? This little piggy in the city. Yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. He knows. Okay, you give me a good point. Okay. Christmas gifts Sorry. will be this year because I can't make it to the mailbox in time. Oh, that's okay. So it'll be like Christmas New Year's gifts. Ooh. Mm. Exciting. Mm-hmm. I almost launched into like a, oh, yes, Brent, by the way, your package will be late. Oh, that's your okay. package won't include stickers because I am a bonehead and I mailed it without the stickers. Oh. That's okay. <sighs> mm-hmm. That's the okay. most exciting part. But then, <laughs> then, then I remembered. We're still recording. We are still recording. Sorry. All right, no, Mark, no, no, go. no. That's that's fine. Oh no, he can he can stay. He can stay forever. Yeah. I love how everything he does. It's like it, it's like Foley. <laughs> yeah. He's got to make his presence known at all times, even when he's asleep. He knows <laughs> there. I thought that maybe he had fallen asleep behind you when that big noise happened, but it's like, no. No, he was like, "What? why are you not looking at me? <laughs> she gave him a set of headphones so he can be in on the conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like a monitor. Yeah, and he can like, he can be our, Jason can be our co-producer. I mean, mm-hmm. producer. And Parker could be the co-producer or line producer of the full volume podcast. <laughs> he could just do like the full I work, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what wet lettuce sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any sound effects to send us? If so, send them to fullvolumepod.com. <laughs> we will take videos also of your pets. Um, if you have anything to disagree with, wait a second. Welcome. Hold on. One bit of welcome to the full volume podcast. I'm your host, G.I. Jolie. I'm Harvey Brent. We are today joined by Joshua <laughs> Murvell of the Here, Here Comes the Spider cast, a family podcast, uh, sorry, a podcast of the comic book syndicate family. Say hello to everybody, Josh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Are you going to cut this and put this at the front? Hell no. Oh, it well, stays back. it was nice talking to you guys. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and now we end it. <laughs> the best way to end it is with like disgusting animal noises. Yeah. Made by the cutest animals in the world. Dog pig. Dog pig. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, if you have sorry I immediately forgot how I usually end it which is like never consistent anyway so send us email oh follow us on twitter at comic syndicate hashtag full volume pod or 
don't just forget about Instagram because we have. <laughs> uh, it seems like the only people who can find us uh, are like on Twitter and are evil and um, Facebook and are ignorant. Um, so Facebook at the comic book syndicate uh, or, oh, do you know what? We're always going to be on the website, www.comicbooksyndicate.com. <sighs> it's ha- it's been a year. Yeah. Been a year. Yeah. So uh, one more episode left of the year, right? Yeah. The biggest Christmas gift of all since baby Jesus's birth, I would say. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if we're not going to get a Star Wars for Christmas, let's get Kingpin for Christmas. <laughs> Why yeah. not? Silver medal. Yes. Um, thank you. Joshua Marvell for joining yeah, us. Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, he is this show's number one fan, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, I mean, hey, feel free to join us again. Oh, do you know what? Next week is going to be sticky uh, because it's Christmas. Weekend. Christmas, right. Yeah. Um, but we'll discuss uh, it after. Yeah, we what sign day off. is Sunday? Okay. okay. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. For coming on, uh, we, we'll we'll have a lot of like tiered lists to do between now and the next show, right? I think we're gonna. Ha- I don't know when the next show is. When is I don't the- know. They no. yeah, they've they've changed everything around. I think Miss Marvel's coming soon. It was supposed to come before Hawkeye, but because mm-hmm. of everything, everything's been switched around. So, um, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. I think Baby Groot show is coming out next year. Miss Marvel. Um, Echo. There's another one. There's like four or five shows slated She-Hulk. to come out. She-Hulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight. So, oh, I feel like Moon Knight's next because that's the one I'm hearing the most about. Possibly. We'll that that one had the full trailer, so you're probably right. I think it's Moon Knight, and I think it's yeah. like Arch. Okay. Okay. Oh, and it's Oscar Isaac, so that'd be good. I really don't want them to mess that up. He's a great actor. Wonderful. Okay. Um, I have been your host, G.I. Jolie. And I've been Harvey Brent. And that's Josh and Parker. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.